Blog Talk Radio. Hello, animal people, and good morning to you from the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm really happy that you've tuned in today because I have some fabulous guests lined up for the program. First up, for everyone out there who likes little puffball dogs, Lisa Molina from Southern California Pomeranian Rescue plans to tug at your heartstrings with some tales from her organization. Then, after our halftime break, and just in time for the summer traveling season, Elaine Benno from AAA will be checking in to give us the scoop on the brand new edition of the AAA Pet Book, featuring photographs of local dogs, along with articles about the best pet-friendly travel spots. So stay right where you are, and we'll be right back in just a moment with a brand new edition of the Pet Place Radio Show here on K-Mozart. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now from Southern California Pomeranian Rescue is CEO Lisa Molina. Good morning, Lisa. Welcome to the Pet Place. Thank you, Marie. Good morning. So you have a real wonderful organization called Southern California Pomeranian Rescue. It's kind of one of my favorite breeds because I have a little Pomeranian at home. (laughs) That's great. That's wonderful. So tell me all about what is Pomeranian Rescue? Well, Southern California Pomeranian Rescue is a purposely small charity group of volunteers, and we focus mainly we focus mainly on at-risk Pomeranians that are either in the shelter or in a home situation where the owner can no longer care for them. And we get them fixed up if they have medical problems, um, and we find homes for them. Wow, that's wonderful! And how did you get into rescue to begin with? Actually, it was just by awareness. When I became aware of the many beautiful, wonderful dogs that are in the shelters and how many of them were euthanized due to lack of homes available or participation in trying to find homes for them, I just felt I had to do something about it. And, you know, I got involved with it, and, you know, we're the caretakers of these little guys, and and I felt I can't just watch this and think, wow, why is it happening? And I had to get involved with it. Oh, that is wonderful. And it is true. Once you see all the animals in shelters, you really just can't turn your back and walk away if you have even an ounce of compassion. <laughs> no, you can't. You see the little faces and they haunt you. And you just, you gotta, you've got to step in and you've got to do what you can do. You can't save them all, but yeah. every little bit that you do helps. Absolutely. And, and why did you choose Pomeranians in particular? Oh, well, Marie, you said that you had a Pomeranian. (laughs) (laughs) Once you know them and you see them, you know, they're just adorable. They're little clowns, and they just, they bring such joy to to families. And you can take them places with you. They're little enough, but they also have the attitude, the big dog attitude. Uh, That's for sure. (laughs) They're just fun, and they're just little they're just great little dogs, and I just yeah. fell in love with them. Oh, <laughs> that is so cool. Now, do you also rescue Pomeranian mixes? So if you see a dog that looks like it's obviously got some Pomeranian in them, do you go ahead and yeah. round those little guys up, too? Basically, if they're fluffy and their tail's on the back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got a lot of Pomeranian wannabes that end up in our shelter. Oh, that's uh <laughs> 
it's sad that they end up in the shelters because they're just adorable. I don't know how anyone who loses a dog wouldn't think to go looking at the shelter to find it, which is so often the case. I worked at the Orange County Animal Shelter for many, many years, and we'd get these beautiful dogs in of all breeds, and the owners would never come looking for them. And I just... It just yeah. made no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense to to us either. And a lot of these dogs have microchips. Um, a lot of them are already trained. Once we get them out and get them cleaned up, they're wonderful pets. And I'm thinking somebody's got to be missing this dog somewhere. Absolutely. But they don't show up, you yeah. know. So, I know the first place I would go if I ever lost one of my pets, which is really unlikely. But if I ever did, the first Mm -hmm. place I would go would be the animal shelter. And then I'd search every animal shelter probably within 100 miles. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they've even got a lot of organizations now that just help you find your pet. So, I mean, there's just really no excuse for not Mm -hmm. um, finding your pet if you lose it. For the listeners out there, could you tell them what the difference is between a rescue organization like yours and a private uh, or a governmental-run animal shelter? Well, the main difference is on the government-run shelters, they are funded by tax dollars, and they also don't have a choice on how many animals they can take in. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes in with 20 dogs, they have to take them, whether they have room for them or not. And that's what really um, adds to the overcrowding and the high euthanasia rates. Now, on a private foundation like Southern California Pomeranian Rescue, we can be a little more discreet on what we take in, and we can also determine how we're going to treat the dogs. You know, we don't have to put them to sleep because of no room, but we don't also have to take them in. So if we're full, we have that, you know, decision to say, okay, we have enough, we can't take any more, we're sorry. We'll help you find a home, but, you know, we can't have them in our shelter. Okay. And we also are, you know, we have private donations that come in. We are not government-funded. Okay. Do you do but special fundraisers? We do. We do a lot of fundraisers. We've got um, Bella Pomeranian, who's the pet med star, and she makes Bella blankies for us and donates 100% of the proceeds to the rescue and we also have a lot of wonderful foundations that support us and we do bingo night with hamburger mary (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of fun we've just got a lot of of things that we do to to raise funds wow that sounds pretty cool do you have all of these events on your website we do we've got everything on our website or our facebook page okay and and how would people find those um our our domain, if you want to look for our rescue on the web, it's www.southerncaliforniapomeranianrescue.org. Or for a simpler way, you can look up socalpomrescue.org. Okay. Both of those will redirect to our, our website. And we're also on Facebook under Southern California Pomeranian Rescue. Ah, excellent. I bet you have a lot of cute pictures. We have wonderful pictures, and we've got a great group of people that are on our Facebook page, and they follow the dogs, and we get a lot of yays when they get placed, and we have a lot of wonderful people that support the dogs that come in that help fund their surgeries, and it's really a great community of people, and our adoption events have turned into big parties, you know. (laughs) People that have adopted palms, they come in, and they want to, you know, say, hey, look at how... Sadie's doing, and yeah. that must be really nice to see what happens after you've placed them to see that they're happy and thriving. 
Oh, yeah. We, we also do a fundraiser at your mutt with best friends, and it's so funny. It's like we're the stroller brigade. <laughs> <laughs> you see all these strollers. Oh, there's Palm Rescue. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's and really and the Pomeranians probably enjoy every moment of riding around in a stroller, don't they? Oh, they love it. Some of them have their, their summer dresses on. And <laughs> oh, no, dresses. It's really fun. We we just have so much fun with the dogs. Oh gosh, you know the little dogs are so fun because you can you can dress them up like that and do yeah. silly things that you can't do with a German Shepherd. <laughs> at least, I mean, I love least. the big dogs, but yeah, they, they look kind of silly with the bonnet on. <laughs> hey, I understand you also work with a lot of special needs dogs and do a lot of senior rescue. Why is that? Well. You know, people that know our groups so the California Pomeranian Rescue know that we do take in the seniors and the special needs. And, you know, the reason we do that is these are the true throwaway dogs. It's people, they can't afford to do the medical they need on the special needs or they get, you know, older and they want a young puppy and so off to the shelter they go with this, you know, this little senior dog. But, you know, we have a motto with our rescue that no dog should die alone. And we go in and we... We try to take as many of them as we can, you know, house properly. Oh, that is so nice. But aren't they a lot more difficult to place? Well, yes, those dogs most likely will not get out of the shelter unless a rescue group steps up for them. And we've been very lucky in that we have a wonderful group of people that that do forever fostering. Oh, okay, okay. We get a senior in, and what we do is we place place the dog in one of the homes because there's certain people that just want seniors and special needs because that's that's what they want to do for the dogs and we cover the vet bills and the food if they need it and they just provide a home and love and the dog gets to live out its life you know feeling you know loved and cared for and it's a really wonderful program and we're just so blessed to have uh, people that that follow our organization their time and homes to do this for us so we couldn't do it without our volunteers so do you need thankful. more? Do you need more volunteers to work oh. in the the, the yeah. permanent foster situation? <laughs> uh, well, if if you yeah, the more fosters that we have that are willing to do a permanent foster situation, the more dogs that we can pull from the shelter. Wow! And and so, so they would yeah. probably visit your same website then to get yeah, information. Yeah, they would visit our website and yeah, and we we do we have a great great program. The dogs are usually once we get them from the shelter, it's really funny. It'll be advertised as a 13-year-old Pomeranian, and we'll get the dog out, and it turns out to be probably seven or eight years old. The rest of the shelters are notorious for putting extra ages on these dogs. Mm-hmm. And so we might go in there thinking, okay, this is going to be a hospice situation, and it turns out to be, you know, a young adult Pom that's just great, potty trained, happy, wow. healthy. Uh-huh. So, but, you know, we do get a lot of the ones that are actually seniors or hospice-type dogs, and, yes, we we are limited by the amount of fosters and funds that we get in. So, yes, okay. any type of help in that area is always, always, always needed and appreciated. Excellent. Well, I hope a lot of our listeners will decide that this is something they might be interested in doing. And you also do a lot of education at Palm Rescue, too, don't you? Well, we do. We try to. Well, with our owners that want to surrender their palms, we always try to educate them on how to responsibly place their dog. You know, we teach them about, 
what can happen when they put a free ad on Craigslist. You know, the dog could get into, you know, the wrong hands and end up in a worse situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we also educate about what can happen at the shelters. You know, the shelters try to do the best they can, but a lot of these dogs are all in together in one cell because of the overcrowding. That's and right. anyone who knows Pomeranians, they think that they're, you know, a German Shepherd. You know, and they'll go after these big dogs, and they end up getting hurt in the shelter. Uh-huh. That is you know, so true. Yeah, the toy dogs, unless they're, you know, separated, they usually end up missing an eye, and I hate oh. to say that. But we've got, we've had several of them come in that ha- were injured in the shelter. And, again, it's no fault of the shelter. They're doing the best they can. But, yeah. you know, we just try to educate people that, you know, what we can do is maybe hire a trainer if it's a training mm-hmm. problem or... And try and encourage them to keep the pet and and yeah, work uh, work with the yeah. problem. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll let them know about organizations that can help them. If it's a medical problem, there's a lot of great foundations out there that will help subsidize the payments on that. Absolutely. Oh, it's so yeah. nice that you're doing that. I bet you have yeah. some great stories too. What's your absolute favorite rescue story? Well, gee, because we deal with so many seniors and special needs, I've had a lot of them, but one that really stands out is we got a phone call about a little dog that, you know, his time was up in the shelter, and time up means that they're at risk of possibly being euthanized. Mm -hmm. And he had been in some type of an accident where his whole right side, you know, his leg, couldn't use his leg, his eye was full and shut, teeth were missing, just, he was just in horrible condition. Wow. We went and picked him up, and we went on a pledge campaign, and we got funds. And I think the rest, the whole vet bill was around three thousand dollars, maybe oh. more. We covered that. He had a long recovery. We had a, a absolutely fantastic surgeon who did a wonderful job. And one of the ladies that donated to get him, you know, get him his medical care, fell in love with him and wanted to adopt him, and so. <laughs> You know, he was just it turned out to be such a wonderful dog once he recovered from all of this, and, and she did adopt him. Oh, what a great success story, yeah. Yeah, and, and the home, I mean, anybody, I would want to be adopted by this woman. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she's absolutely, she's fabulous, and, and just to see the pictures she sends of this little dog that almost didn't make it, uh-huh. you know, it just makes us remember why we're in this, absolutely. you know. Absolutely. When we see these, and we call our happy tales, um, Furry tails. <laughs> oh, okay. So they kind of like the fairy tales. Yeah, do you post these stories online so people can read them? We do. We post them on our Facebook, and okay. we're also in the process of making a little um, desktop book with our furry tail. Ah, <laughs> that's great. Lisa, it is so wonderful that you're able to do what you do, and I wish you continued success with what you're doing with Pomeranians. So thanks for stopping by the Pet Place today. Oh, thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Oh, very good. Well, we need to take a quick break now, but don't go away. Elaine Benno from the Automobile Club of Southern California is waiting to tell you all about the brand new AAA pet book that has all the latest information you'd ever want to know for vacationing with your pets. So keep your radio tuned to the Pet Place right here on K-Mozart. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now is Elaine Benno from the Automobile Club of Southern California. Hi, Elaine. How are you this morning? Hi, I'm very well. Thank you. I'm so glad you could join us today. I've always been a big fan of the AAA travel books, and you have sort of a 
special book that AAA has come out with called The Pet Book? Yes, we have an annual publication called Traveling with Your Pet, The AAA Pet Book. Oh, that is so cool. How long has that been out there? Uh, This is our 14th year. No way. (gasps) Yes, yes. Publishing the book, it started out as a very small book, uh-huh. and it's just gotten bigger and bigger each year, and now it's more than 700 pages. Are you serious? Very serious. Is that it's a beautiful for, book. Uh, is this just for California? Oh, no. This is a, a nationwide book. Oh, wow. So you could pretty much get this book. Definitely. Figure out you, a vacation and go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> That's what the the prime use of the book is, to help pet owners plan their vacations so they can take their pet with them. Oh, that's brilliant. How popular is the AAA pet book? I bet people everywhere are grabbing them up. Actually, they are. It is the most popular travel book that we publish. (laughs) I'm not surprised. You know, more and more people like traveling with their pets these days, and it's really important to know where pets are going to be welcome rather than getting to a destination and finding out that they're not and then trying to scramble and find a place where they are. So Exactly. This is why um, the AAA editors were interested in developing this book, why the book is popular, and why the book keeps getting bigger every year. And it includes pet-friendly lodgings for um, across the United States, uh, Canada, and it also has campground listings. Okay. By any chance, does it also list what trails you can hike on? Because I know that if you're going to national parks or state parks, a lot of times they'll say that dogs are only allowed on certain trails and other trails they're not allowed on. Is that all information within the book also? It has a national public lands section. Okay. And it has icons in that section that indicate bicycling trails, camping hiking trails, picnic facilities, visitor center, and also food service. Okay, okay. And then I bet it's beautifully illustrated, too. Well, actually, it's beautifully uh, filled with pictures of pets. Uh, Right in the center, there are many uh, pictures of uh, dogs on vacation with their owners. (laughs) And then when you uh, mentioned that this is a special edition, it really is for Southern California, because the back cover has a dog from Torrance. Oh, wow. And how did that happen? And I just want to reference real quickly on the spine. There's another dog from Placentia. Okay. And these photographs are from the AAA Pet pet Book Photo Contest, which is also held annually. Oh, when does that take place? Well, it just opened um, this uh, month for new entries. For the 2013 so, edition, then? Exactly. Okay. So if you're taking your pet uh, on vacation this summer, we'd love to have you snap a photograph and submit it. Ah. And uh, that's where the photographs are drawn from for the book. And so the, the photos inside the book are entries in the back photo, the dog from Torrance, and the spine photo, the dog from Placentia, are actually winning entries. Oh, how cool. How can you submit a photograph? Does it have to be a certain size dimension, a certain format? Is there a particular website you go to to submit? Yes. Um, All uh, pet owners need to do is go to AAA.com backslash pet book, and they'll find all the information about how how to take a photo, what we're looking for, and the bottom line is we're hoping that pet owners and their pets are having a good time. Ah, that is really cool. Yeah. In your 
guesstimate, how many hotel and motel listings do you think the book contains? It um, contains about 14,000 places for pet owners and their pets to stay. Wow. And that, again, includes across the country, includes public lands, includes hotels, motels, and campgrounds. That is wonderful. And based on the fact that there's a photograph on the spine of the book, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I suspect it's a pretty big book. How, How many pages is it? It's over 700 pages. And there's a, a cover photo of a, a sheepdog from Oregon on the cover. Okay. And then the back uh, photo is a, a pet from Torrance mm-hmm. named Lady, and the spine is Maggie from Placentia. Oh, what kind of dog is Maggie? Maggie is a Pomeranian mix. Oh, okay. So a little dog for the spine. A little dog. And she's just <laughs> cute, 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 and the dog on the back is cute as well. Uh, can It's not restricted just to dogs, though, is it? Oh, no. You can take any pet on vacation and submit a photo. Oh. <laughs> that is just wonderful. And in the past, would you say you had a pretty big, enthusiastic uh, number of entrants for the judges to look at for the photos? Oh yeah, this is this uh, along with the book, the pet book photo contest is growing as well. So we do have many many images to choose from. Okay. But we don't we don't want to discourage anyone. Please, if you're going on vacation this summer, please snap a photograph of your pet okay. and submit it to our competition. And just want to let uh, people know that there are prize packages for the winning entries. Ooh, what would those include? Uh, those include things like. Uh, for the first place winner, uh, pet treats, uh, copies of the book, and also a gift card from Best Western, which is a sponsor of the AAA Pet Book Contest. Oh, that is very cool. Hey, you mentioned, too, that there were a lot of photographs on the interior of the book. Are those some of the runner-ups of the contest? Those are entries, yes, and there are actually a lot of people from Southern California that have photographs on the inside of the book as well. Okay. And and these include um, dogs from Thousand Oaks, Tustin, Huntington Beach, Rancho Cucamonga, Lake Elsinore, L.A., uh, Yorba Linda, Stevenson Ranch. Wow. That's pretty exciting. So if you go on vacation, let's say you're posing in front of a landmark or a monument somewhere with your your dog. Is that the Uh kind of picture that you're looking for? And would that kind of photo be right next to the entry of that location? Let's say you've gone to um, Mount Rushmore and you pose there. Can you, will your dog be on the Mount Rushmore page? Well, no, not exactly. The entries are all grouped together in the center of the book. So all the pictures are grouped together and some of them you can tell where the location is, and some of them there's many um, beach and lake locations which aren't quite as identifiable. Okay. Um, there is a photograph on page 373 of a dog at Monument Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, having been there, I recognized that location. <laughs> um, so, so there are many, many different places that you can take a picture of your pet and submit it for the contest. Okay. As a member of AAA, would you get the book just because you have a membership, or is there an additional fee for it? There's an additional fee for the book. It's it's quite large and complex to put together, and we're also selling a, a digital version this year as well. Okay. And how much is the book? 
the book is retail eighteen ninety five. Okay. And the digital retail is nine ninety nine. And obviously you could go online to get the digital copy, correct? Definitely. So you would just go to AAA triple dot com. Slash pet book or just Triple com slash pet book. Okay. And to order the actual hard copy, you'd go to any AAA office? You can go to any AAA office. Excellent. Is and it available it, anywhere else? At select bookstores and also some online bookstores carry it. You'd have to check online for that. And we have 80 branches across Southern California. Wow. So there's a pretty good, convenient location to pick one up. Okay, so just to confirm, you don't have to be a member to be able to purchase the book? No. Okay, so let's give out the website one more time. AAA.com and AAA.com backslash pet book. Okay. And also the nearly 80 branches that we have located throughout Southern California and select bookstores. Wonderful. Elaine, this sounds like a must-have book for pet owners everywhere, so I am really glad you were able to talk about it today and let the listeners know all about it and the fun contest. Definitely. Uh, We really appreciate being able to talk about the book, and there's lots of good information in it, and actually in the front there's a checklist and tips about how to actually travel with your pet. Wonderful. Well, Elaine, I'm I'm sorry to um, cut you off here, but we're out of time, and it's time to take the last break of the morning. But when we return, be ready for Pet Place news and events here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. The second annual Dog Day Afternoon Pet Expo is coming up on June 16th. Pet lovers can enjoy an afternoon filled with fun, fur, food, and frolic with pet displays, products, and services, as well as an on-site pet adoption program. There will be a host of demonstrations that include grooming and obedience along with a parade of products from local pet supply businesses, pet stores, and other suppliers of all things pet. The event will be held from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and admission is free. The great thing about it is that it will be taking place at two locations, Irwindale Park, located at 5050 North Irwindale Avenue, and Finkbeiner Park, located at 160 North Wabash Avenue in Glendora. For more info, visit www.adogdayafternoon.org. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please stay or new to your pets and have a wonderful day.